This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's go through the progress report of players. Since we're talking about hope, talking about promise, talking about youth, they got a lot of youth and none younger than Jabari Smith Jr., who I believe last time we talked about this, I believe Jabari is the second youngest player in the NBA. Uh, You can correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I feel like they played the young kid from Detroit or, like they have whoever is the youngest and Jabari. Either way, you can look at Jabari and tell the boy is young. Um, Jabari Smith progress report. Okay. I'll, I'll just start off by saying for me, I love Jabari's attitude and his approach. Whenever we're talking about effort and things like that, that are lacking, that are really disappointing about this team. Whenever you watch it, I don't really lump him into that group. I feel like he, for the most part, um, and, and there could be some exceptions, but I feel like for the most part, He is giving you the effort, the skills that I thought were going to translate from the game that I saw him play in college or his game that I observed from him in college at Auburn has not necessarily translated in the same way that I thought it would in the pros. But to your point that you've made already, he's young. It's a it's a process. It doesn't just happen overnight right away. So I'm okay with that and willing to be patient with it before I'm like, oh, well, he ain't as good as I thought and all of that. Like, it's just there is a learning curve and there's a development process that goes with it. But I would say for me, it's just been a little bit surprising that he doesn't shoot it quite as well or hasn't shot it quite as well as I was expecting him to. Plenty of time for that to get better. And I think we talked a little bit about this on the last podcast about the defense, some individual defense. There being some pretty good moments, the team defense, not necessarily being there the way you want it. But again, that comes with more experience and all of that. Where are you right now? with Jabari Smith Jr.'s progress as a rookie uh, at the all-star break. So I graded him out as a C. I I think that, you know, and that's kind of on the rookie curve. Uh, I do think that you, you know, you you kind of, you get a couple points when you are a rookie uh, playing at this level and taking on the responsibility that he's been asked to take on the shoot. Yeah. It kind of shows you, I, I think there was a feeling and I'm probably guilty of this also that you could draft him, stick him in a starting lineup and he would be good to go. That that just his skill set made for that, and it turns out it, it, the NBA is not that simple. The NBA is a whole lot tougher than that. The, the shooting has not been good, especially the three point shooting and the catch and shoot stuff. It's not been good. I think that's been a little bit disappointing. I don't know what the reasoning is for that. I know he's talked a little bit about his mechanics, and they've gotten out of whack. And you know, you play so many games and you have so little time off that maybe that can impact things. Uh, I, I don't think his confidence is particularly high right now. I think that probably plays into it as well. I also don't think that they necessarily give him the ball in the best uh, in the best spots. So I think that's probably hurt him as well. Um, for me, the defense has been a little disappointing. I mean, the on-ball stuff has been pretty good at times, but 
Again, he lacks the physicality uh, to to help you out uh, sort of in that regard. Uh, the team defensive stuff obviously hasn't been great either. Um, but to me, he's their most competitive player, and I think that's important. I think that they really need somebody who competes the way that he does. And, you know, you saw this, and I know we've talked about this game quite a bit just because there aren't a lot of highlights this season. But um, the DeJounte Murray thing, when, you know, DeJounte Murray hits a three over him, taps him on the head, and, you know, he took exception to that. And, you know, he, you know, he, uh, he showed some fire there. It, it galvanized that team, and they won the game. So I think that was a really strong moment. I think that – I mean, we'll see what happens the rest of the season, these last 24 games, but that might, that might wind up being the highlight of the entire season for them. And just, and, and it was funny too, because I remember um, this might've even been in the same week where, uh, where he and Jalen green were kind of barking at each other on the bench and to see those two come yeah. together the way that they did to win that game. I thought that was a really important, I thought that was just really important. Um, but he, he's obviously, he's got to get stronger. That's going to be the big thing. Cause I think it'll unlock, some things that they can do defensively, but uh, nothing that has happened this season is going to make me think that he's not going to be a quality NBA player. And I think that's all that matters right now. Uh, I'd like to say, you know, the mid range game, I think has a chance to really be good for him because no one's blocking that shot. He, he had one over Evan Mobley when they played the Cavs, I think it was earlier this month. I mean, that's the sort of stuff that, that he can do. And, and Jay Sean Tate even, even said this to me, um, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago that they've got to do a better job of getting him the ball. Like that really has to be a focus of them. It's like, Hey, he, he can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Like he's a threat from anywhere on the floor. So you just have to be able to find him and he's going to be able to get his shot up just under any circumstance. So um, I think some of this has been, he hasn't been good enough, but I think some of it has just been uh, the team hasn't helped him a whole lot either. Yeah. I, I would co-sign all of that and, and also mention what you talked about there with, him and Jalen Green, he and Jalen Green coming together there. That was like maybe just a game or two after that, after the sort of viral is a term that's probably overused at this point in the internet age, but you understand what I mean. It, it got a lot of attention from people who care about the, the team or who care about what's going on there with those guys. And, and I mean, it stood out. Like we see, we know from covering sports, as long as you have Adam, and I've covered them for a while too, like we know that guys bark at each other and teammates – in all sports, but especially one in basketball, I think where there are fewer players uh, that that this happens. Guys argue, even guys who like each other, uh, so much less guys who don't necessarily have a relationship or whatever the case may be. So I, I love to see that, uh, the, the whole thing that we're talking about there with Jabari and Jalen Green, because they are, at least for right now, certainly, and I would say for the foreseeable future, no matter who it is that they end up drafting, I would say they are cornerstone pieces to what the Rockets have going on. I just look at Jabari and think there is enough room in that frame of his to obviously get bigger and get stronger. And, and so I'm not comparing him as a player to this guy, but, but stick with me here. I think about Giannis when he first came into the league and how skinny he was. And I'm not, I can't remember how young Giannis was when he first, uh, his rookie year, but I know he was skinny as hell. And it reminded me a lot of bit a lot of Jabari Smith Jr. in the way he looks right now. And you look at him now, and again, I'm not comparing them as players. They're two totally different kinds of players. But in terms of frame and physique, like I could see that trajectory of Jabari Smith's body several years. I mean, it would take a few years down the line for it to develop into this. But I could see him developing into that sort of 
still slender, but just shredded type of type of body. And once he does, I think he'll be a lot better defensively. We did an episode and have had these discussions about, you know, could, could Jabari Smith, would they be better off if considering how much of a disaster Alpern Shingun can be defensively at times, and we'll get to him later, but would they be better off at times making Jabari, you know, essentially their defensive five, you know, the guy that guards fives and, you know, does, you know, plays the five in some spot work. I mean, even in, maybe even in, in some starting lineups, if, if it calls for it, depending on what's going on. And like, I like the idea. I think we were both kind of fans of the idea, not to speak for you, but I feel like we were both kind of fans of the idea, but we could also probably acknowledge that he's just not ready to shoulder that load yet. And, and I'll make this point. Like as much as, or as encouraging as I should say, as encouraging as it was to see that response that we're talking about against Atlanta, when DeJounte Murray taps him on the head and him and Jalen Green and the rest of the team rally and all and all that, as great as that was to see, it was also like discouraging some. I, I was sitting next to, maybe it was MK Bauer, somebody on the press row uh, at the Kings game, the one where, you know, uh, Eric Gordon fouls De'Aaron Fox at the end of the game right before the end of it, and they went off the free throws, and then the trade deadline happens. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Earlier in that game, I noticed they were guarding Jabari Smith with De'Aaron Fox. On per- it wasn't like a switch situation either. They just let him match up with De'Aaron or let De'Aaron Fox match up with Jabari Smith. And I'm trying to remember how that how that play played out, if he ended up shooting over him. Or, or what it was exactly. I don't believe he scored on him, whatever it was. But to me, it was a small thing in a game that that doesn't show up in the stat sheet or that nobody you know thinks about if they didn't watch the game or watched it sort of loosely. But for me, it was it it stood out because it showed me what other teams think of Jabari Smith and how he can hurt you and, and or. or like it felt like they were hiding De'Aaron Fox because he was since he's the engine of the offense. It felt like they were hiding him on Jabari Smith, um, and I I didn't like that from a Jabari Smith standpoint. Like this guy's six eleven with shooting ability, they shouldn't be putting point guards on him. I don't give a damn how athletic they are, or how much of a jump that they've made in their game and all of that. Like credit to De'Aaron Fox for being excellent, but that to me was was a thing where I look at it and I'm like, okay, that's something that's got to change where. If somebody the size of De'Aaron Fox winds up on Jabari Smith, it either needs to be an accident uh, or a mistake. And this didn't feel like either one on, on that one. So uh, long. that's a long-winded way of saying that I agree with the point of 
him essentially just really needing to get stronger and sort of fortify that NBA body. It doesn't it doesn't quite look like an NBA body yet for what you expect him to be. Yeah, and it's not supposed to. He's nineteen. I mean, yeah, that's just that's just the truth of it. You yeah. know, that, and I think, and I do think it it hurts that he's going to be compared with Paolo Bancaro probably his whole life, and Bancaro is. You know, he has the NBA body already. I mean, that's just one area that, uh, you know, Bancaro is already, what, 220 pounds or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. that's a big difference. That's, you yeah. know, he came in an NBA ready. Now, again, Jabari's going to have to work. And I don't think that anyone doubts that he's, you know, I, I think everyone knows that. I, I think the feeling within the building is he's going to put in the work. And I think that's really all that matters. Yeah. And, and not all 19 is created equal. You know, you got later bloomers and, and all of that. So it's like. There's no reason to believe, especially, and I say that again, looking at his frame, I can see where he can obviously get bigger and stronger as he develops. But he's 19, like you say, he's 19 and looks every bit of it. Uh, I don't believe he turns 20 until May, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like that's correct. So, like, he's a, he was a, and I make that point only to say he was a young 19 when the season started or when he was drafted. It just turned 19. So, he would be one of the younger people. I'm a, I'm a May birthday as well. One of the younger people in his grade or in his class, however you want to look at it. So uh, so there's there's a lot to develop there. And I, I would dis I would disassociate him from any of the points that Kenny Smith made overall about the Rockets. I think that he is both young and promising. 